Hi there, I'm Dr. Paula McDonald, and I welcome you to my podcast, Live Today. It's here that together we'll explore the concept of balance as God designed it to be for us, His children. Balance of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And it's what I've named Theosynthesis. And it's here, waiting for you. Hello, everyone. And first, I need to start off by saying what an incredible week this has been for so many people in our country. And specifically, I can really only speak into what we're experiencing here in North Texas and, of course, all across Texas. It has been historic. I've lived in Texas for 61 years of my life, my entire life, and I've never seen it this cold for so long. And so our homes, they're just not built for this. And the the problems that people are encountering, the flooding and, of course, the freezing temperatures and having no water, it has just really been very trying. And so our hearts are just with everyone who's going through this. But I'm so proud of how my community in particular has come together, as I would expect them to, feeding people, opening their homes, opening our churches, opening our schools, and doing whatever we can just to help our fellow people. And so I was looking at what topic I was going to be recording today, and it's about connecting with people and how absolutely perfect for such a time as this, when we've been disconnected from COVID last year, and now we're disconnected from one another as everybody's snowed in and just trying to make the best of it. The connection to others is still super important. And so I really, as I pondered the topic, I thought, no, I need to record this today. Um, I just, it's more relevant than ever. It's so timely and so important. But you guys, we have got to remember that through anything and everything we go through, we all still need each other. We need to come together. We need to connect to people. And so when I wrote my book, Theosynthesis, um, chapter eight of my book about connecting with others was written actually several years ago. And I had no idea that what God had placed on my heart those many years ago would become so timely for this exact time in history. Now, more than ever, we've all experienced the importance of human connection. As we were kept in our homes and away from our neighbors during COVID last, I guess it was this time last year, people became very depressed, withdrawn, and hopeless. I spoke about on my last podcast regarding connecting to God, that he created us to tap into him. But you guys, he also understood that humans would need to connect with other humans. So if you go back to Genesis 2.20, we know this is when God created a helper or a helpmate for Adam. God saw the need that man had for human interaction and human connection. Healthy relationships are essential for us. We know infants must have human interaction in order to thrive and develop. And once that umbilical cord has been cut, 
Now the human relationships must be developed and they are vital and they will continue throughout our lives. The human connection is so very strong. Just watch children playing together. They just naturally gravitate toward one another. They quickly establish bonds and they begin playing together. As we continue to grow and develop, these relationships become deeper and, of course, more complex. And unfortunately, in a sinful and fallen world, people will hurt one another. Bonds will be broken and trust becomes shattered. All of us at one time or another has experienced the sting of a broken relationship, and it's never fun. Don't you know this breaks God's heart as well? He placed us together to help one another. And when humans hurt one another, his intended purpose for us is also damaged. For many, emotional pain causes them to retreat and withdraw entirely. But as believers in Christ, our job is to continue to reach out, to continue working on broken relationships, and to show love. And while, yes, this is very difficult, we are called to be bridge builders. Sadly, many just shut down and become bridge burners. So I need to shift for just a moment to the topic of evolution. And I know this may seem like an odd place to shift gears. So hang with me for just a moment and I'll explain. Human emotion, as we all know, is a very real thing. We've all experienced the highs and lows of the emo emotional roller coaster that is with us throughout life. We are extremely complex biological beings who also have highly complex emotional spectrums. While most of us have been taught in high school biology, that's what I used to teach, that the theory of evolution means we all evolve from a slime pool of bubbling ooze. Over millions of years, DNA began organizing itself and then single-celled biological entities emerged. Then, over millions and millions of more years, these single-celled entities evolved into multicellular organisms until finally emerging the complex world of humans and animals. Now, you guys, that is exactly what's written in our school textbooks. And I find it interesting that many brilliant minds in science will buy into this theory before they will buy into an intelligent design theory. And so having been a former high school biology teacher, let me explain two types of evolution to try to drill down on this topic. First of all, there's what we call macro. Macro meaning big, and it refers to massive changes over time, such as one species of an animal changing into a completely different type of animal or species. So take a look at the absence of an example of an amphibious water animal morphing into a reptile-like land creature over time. There are no fossil records to support that transition. It's not there. In contrast, there is micro, micro meaning small, evolution, which refers to small, tiny changes over time within its species, such as 
the beak of a bird adapting to its environment to properly pull worms out of the earth. As Darwin observed, this is an example of microevolutionary change. These changes, however, do not cause one species to morph into another over time. It's just small changes within the species. And that's what he actually saw. But then he took it to a new level and created his famous Darwin's theory of evolution. So the key word is observed. With macroevolution, there are no observed studies because, hey, we weren't there. It was millions and millions of years ago, supposedly. And additionally, as I said earlier, there are no fossil records showing transitional species of animals. This means the fossils clearly showing an amphibian who would be slowly transitioning into a reptile, and then a fossil record showing reptiles slowly evolving into a vertebrate. But you guys, they don't exist. And sadly, our textbooks make claims. But go look it up. There are no transitional fossil records. So my point here is this. God created everything. We are extremely complex. And human emotions is one of the areas that debunks Darwin's evolutionary theory. If we are actually becoming more and more complex and more highly evolved, why would we need human emotion? It would be deemed inefficient and unnecessary as animals evolved. Yet here we are, highly complex humans with highly complex emotions. And this is because we were designed by an almighty creator. And he created us to love which is an emotion, and to support one another. So all of that to say, humans are designed to be emotionally connected. We need one another, and we always will. Even when we are hurt by other people, as Christians, we are to love through adversity and shine his light in our lives. I'm certainly not saying this is easy. Quite the contrary. I know firsthand the extreme pain of human relationships. And there is no way on this earth I could have forgiven some of the major hurts in my life without being a believer in Christ. It is only through Him and with the power of the Holy Spirit that helps me do this. The reality, however, of being a light for Christ does not mean everything's going to be rainbow and roses. As a Christian, Many times, your light will be the very thing that repulses a non-Christian. Your light is illuminating the darkness they feel, including those with dark hearts. You guys, they feel it. So if you're being rejected, remember, that's what Paul said. You're being rejected for the kingdom. So take heart. As difficult as this is, know that God is there. And he understands your hurts. However, never allow your light for Christ to dim. Even when your light is rejected, you are still a beacon of hope in this fallen world. And boy, are we in a fallen world right now, you guys. As we have navigated the pandemic, the shutdown, and now we're required to be six feet apart, 
be masked up, covering our expressions and muffling our words, this causes a break in human connections. We need to be able to see one another. We need to get back to hugging and shaking hands and being physically close to people. This is how we were designed. We must never lose sight of this fact. And so now more than ever, we need to stay connected with other people and understand how important this is for the human race. So what can you do during a pandemic and a snowpocalypse? Well, one, you can call in and check on people. Zoom or FaceTime whenever possible so you can see their faces. Next thing is volunteer where you can. Lend a hand to those in need. This places you with other people and takes your focus off of your own problems. And three, find creative ways to get together. Organize online Bible studies. Create walking groups. Well, maybe after the snow apocalypse. And just get creative to find new ways to stay connected. And never lose sight of how important our human connections are. We need one another and we must protect our right to be together as a community of people. This week, for those millions of people who are experiencing the ravages of this winter storm, we've seen that reaching out and connecting with our neighbors who need warmth and food and shelter and water, it's more important than ever. So go out there and check on your neighbors. Reach out to the elderly. Cook large pots of soups and chili and spaghetti and serve wherever you need to. Humans are amazing and never cease to amaze me when I hear the endearing stories of how people have come alongside someone in need to assist them. As created beings by a mighty creator, we can never lose sight that as believers, we were designed to be together. Otherwise, we become robotic and uncaring and unloving, and we were not designed that way. So connect to others, love your neighbors, and reach out to those in need. And I'm continuing to pray for our state and all of the people who are affected in the states who are also out there that are going through what we are, that they will have restored energy restored electricity, restored water, and the damages can be cleaned up as quickly as possible. So in closing, I am thankful for the amazing human connections in my own life, my family, my dear friends, my wonderful co-workers, and all of you who listen to this podcast. I hope to meet you soon. And so keep tuning in, but more than ever, I would really like to personally connect with you. So if you would just take a moment to head over to my website, drpaulamcdonald.com, click on the tab that says connect with Paula. Tell me who you are and share with me your questions. I would love to share one of those questions on my Ask Dr. Paula segment that comes up right after this. So be well, my friends. Take care and get out there and connect with someone you've lost contact with. You never know who needs to hear from you today. Thank you for joining me, friends. My prayer for you is that you would seek to live today and every day in balance, 
and an abundant connection with God. And now for the Ask Dr. Paula segment. Last week, I spoke about our amazing connection to God. I had a good friend reach out to me and ask, Hey Paula, I have been so down in the dumps since this pandemic has started. I've even doubted that there is a God. How do I get out of this slump and get back to a life filled with hope? Wow, this is such a poignant question and one that I know probably rings true for many of you. And yes, this past year has created a lot of doubt for many. Everyone wants an answer and to find a reason for the world and the situation that it's in that it's actually upside down. People want answers. So my answer to this friend is just this. First of all, my heart aches for you and for everyone who feels like they're at the end of their rope. No one except God can ever know how difficult your road is that you're traveling. But I would encourage you by telling you, I will pray for you. And I would also ask that you seek out a trusted Christian friend, a group of Christian friends, counselors, pastors. Don't keep your hurts to yourself. As we discussed today, if that rings true here, Remember, God placed us together on this earth to connect with one another. We don't have to go through this alone. And finally, never lose hope in God. He never loses hope in you. Doubts about God are never from Him. The enemy loves to strike when you are in your darkest moments. Cry out to Him and hang on to the cord that he has created just for you to reach out and hold on to. Hang on tightly and never let it go. May you be released from any depression, dark thoughts, and doubts, my friends. Stay focused on the light of Christ. He will guide you through these times. 